You're listening to Catholic Sprouts, the daily podcast for Catholic kids that strives to plant seeds of faith. Today is Friday, December 20th, 2019. This week on the Catholic Sprouts podcast, we are talking about the prophets and how they foretold the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, through the Jesse tree. We've already talked about all sorts of prophets, but today we are going to continue to talk about the prophet Daniel. Now, yesterday we went through some of the most well-known stories of the Old Testament, the stories of Radshak, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace, and the story of Daniel in the lion's den. But that is not the heart of the book of Daniel. The heart of the book of Daniel is his prophetic message, meaning the message he had for us as a prophet, the message that God delivered to him so that he could deliver to us. Now, to understand Daniel, you need to know one thing. And that is that Daniel had the gift of interpreting dreams. Just like Joseph from the Old Testament, he could both interpret other people's dreams and interpret his own. At one point, the king of Babylon had a very troubling dream, and Daniel was the one that was able to tell him what it meant. Daniel himself had an epic dream that takes up a large portion of the book of Daniel. And although it is complicated and full of vivid imagery, I'm going to do my best to try to explain to you what that dream was and what it meant. Daniel dreamed that four different beasts came out of the sea, and all of them were covered in horns. Now, the beasts we know, and Daniel tells us, represent four great empires, And as is commonly done in the Old Testament, horns represent kings. So these four empires would come, they came out, and then after they came out, the Ancient of Days, as he's referred to in the book of Daniel, or Yahweh, the God of Israel, he comes, he destroys all of the beasts, and he establishes his kingdom. But not just him. He brings with him someone referred to in the book of Daniel as the son of man, which is another word for the Messiah. And together, they establish their own kingdom. But it is not a kingdom made by human hands, and it is something we are told that will endure forever. Okay, what does this mean? What are these beasts with horns? Well, Daniel tells us that these four beasts represent four empires and that this in a way is a prediction or a sign to the Jewish people who are waiting for the Messiah. They keep asking, God, when will the Messiah come? Especially at this time when they are in exile in Babylon. And through this dream, God gives the Jewish people a timeline. He says there will be four great empires that come. And when the fourth great empire is falling, at that point, the Messiah will come. Now, the Jews read this and they were very watchful. And guess what? The empire of Babylon, that fell. Then the empire of Persia, 
that fell. And then the empire of Greece that fell. And finally, there was the Roman Empire. And right around the time that Jesus was born, the Jews were starting to see that that empire would soon fall. So the Jews all over Israel were getting very anxious. This is why when we hear about Jesus's birth, there were kings, the three kings that came to visit Jesus. They were waiting for the Messiah. They were watching the sky. They said, Daniel told us that this would happen after the fourth empire fell and it's about to fall. So they were waiting and watching. This is why Herod took what the king saw in the sky so literally. He didn't say, you guys are crazy. You think there's a star and that the Messiah is born underneath it? No, he knew that everyone was waiting and watching for the Messiah because Daniel had said he'd be coming at this time. And also, when Jesus stands before the high priest and is questioned, they don't just say, you know what, you're crazy. You think you're the son of God? No, they say, are you the Messiah? Because they're waiting for the Messiah. They think they know that he will come at this time. And how does Jesus respond? He responds, I am, and you will see me ascending on the clouds as the son of man. Those are words taken directly from the book of Daniel, proving that Daniel's message was prophetic. It was spoken by God to him, and he wrote it down and delivered it to us. So what is this new kingdom that Jesus established? Because we know that he didn't make himself king or ruler. What is the kingdom of God that was established at this time that will endure and outlast other empires? Well, this kingdom that God established is the church. Jesus created the church. He commissioned his disciples to be ministers and priests. He gave us the Eucharist and other sacraments. And it is the church, the institution of the church that will survive if governments fall or empires fall. The church remains because it was established by Jesus Christ himself. And so, Sprouts, I know that this journey through the prophets has been a little bit tricky. The prophets can be hard to understand, and oftentimes they speak to us in some pretty crazy images. And yet remember that God was whispering into our ear all along through the help of the prophets, the way that Jesus the Messiah would come into the world the way that he would establish himself, suffer for our sins, and ultimately build a new Jerusalem for us. He was giving us hints so that our hearts would be ready. And so, Sprout, since we are so close to Christmas, here is my challenge for you today. I challenge you to make sure that you have a nativity set somewhere, somewhere, whether it's your classroom or your home, And I encourage you to do one thing, to take the baby Jesus and hide him somewhere. Maybe you've already done this, but if you haven't, do it now. Take the baby Jesus and just put him somewhere else and let the rest of the figures sit there without him. Every time you look at the nativity now, it'll be a reminder that we are waiting for Jesus. We're waiting for Jesus. He's not here yet, but he's coming. And then on Christmas Day, before you even open those gifts, Go find the baby Jesus that you've hidden and add him to the nativity scene. 
That's it for Catholic Sprouts today. We'll be back tomorrow. But until then, continue to grow in your faith and truly sprout into the beautiful creation that God created you to be. Once again, I'd like to invite you to join us in the private Facebook group for the adults that listen to the Catholic Sprouts podcast. It is a thriving group where we share all sorts of ideas about how best to educate our children, how to celebrate feast days, and how simply to survive as Catholic parents. I invite you to join us, and you can find the direct link in the show notes for this episode.